Hey there, thanks for joining us at the Rabbit Hole of Research, where you'll learn a few facts that you can impress your friends with at a party. Okay, I was curious if you had ever heard of this guy, Lester Gabba. No, I've never heard of Lester Gabba. Who's that? Lester Gabba, he you say <laughs> he created this um, lifelike mannequin, and he took it around with him to different like he was like the high society social guy, and he took this um, this mannequin made of paper mache, iron, wood, and wax. No, that's what they used to be. And he took them and made them more lifelike. And he took this this it's companion. like silicone, silicone? Or he just kind of, how do you make it more lifelike? It seems like a 80s well, he, movie. No, he, cl- he, he used plaster more. Plaster. This, is this like a the plot to the 80s movies? What, no. What was it with Cynthia? No, what was her name? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Mannequin. Mannequin, was yeah. it? Mannequin, right? And what was the guy? He was Andrew McCarthy. I don't know, yeah. And then was it Andrew she, McCarthy? She came to life, right? She was like a real... Right. Because he was like lonely and... Like, did he work at the store? Or did he just like break in? Like, Who? The, this guy, Lester? No, not Lester. The movie plot. <sighs> I'm trying to remember. Yeah. I think he worked there. He worked just there, Just worked yeah. there. And he just found this mannequin attractive. I'm yeah. trying to think of a movie. It's been some time since I've seen it. Maybe yeah, it's been a long it. time. Right, I so kind of remember. Wasn't like they're riding on like a motorcycle and she was in the back? And then she, did she turn back into like was it like Toy Story where another people remember. came? She, she really turned human. We gotta watch that. Did she turn human? Kind of like uh, was it Splash or was the one where the mermaid? Oh, Splash. Turned? She was always alive. She just changed. Oh right, a, right. At the mermaid. end though, she she became human. She had like legs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, but the whole thing about this Lester Gabba, he went to like the most fanciest places and they wanted her to be coming around. And she was 100 pound figure. He just would carry her around in these fancy gowns. Like a sack of potatoes on his shoulder? I don't know how he carry carried her. her. In, or I would love like, to find out. Or like a baby. I mean, can but, you imagine that? You're sitting at the restaurant, some dude comes in with like a <laughs> mannequin in a dress. I mean, he, okay. Gabba's remarkably lifelike plaster figures were made in the image of real people, although not real famous people. But that doesn't make no sense. No, yeah. anyway. So they were, they look like, they there were was more very, than one mannequin he had, so he would show up. But then, the, then there was one, and her name was Cynthia. And then this, she was created for Saks Fifth Avenue. And her eerie, almost human quality caught this guy by surprise. Oh, wow. Yeah. Even though he created her. And it was his mannequin. Yeah. So he was walking and, along. Yeah. And, and then. That was his. Uh, he had a duplicate made, took it home, and then um, she was so invite, she was so enchant, chant, like, oh, this, this famous person was so. Enchanted by her, she invited the mannequin to the opening of a new salon. Right? 
Who invited them? I mean, how do you this invite a mannequin? This high society person was so taken by this mannequin. The Lester guy. He goes, wow, I'm going to no, invite that mannequin. No, Lester's the one that made her. Made her. And then someone else was like, oh, can you she bring She is so enchanting. Can you bring her to my because opening? Kind of like a big fancy art opening. That's some lively conversation. If your baseline <laughs> conversation at the party is, we need to bring a mannequin in. The no, but up. I don't think it was like the idea wasn't, let's bring in a mannequin. It was this specific mannequin that was so what enchanting kind of party is that i mean it's but it like, was like this high society thing yeah okay? i mean that's that's pretty lame then i mean that, that that's your your friend so base then is low. she became the topic of all these like society columns like where was cynthia seen last right. right so it was like that thing with the flat man was it cardboard man that the kid flat like you man. you know but or, you know you go around and you you take pictures of flat stanley Oh, wasn't it Flat Stanley? Yeah, but I didn't know and you he were goes supposed to take pictures. Yeah, yeah, like where? Or like you go? Where did he end up? Yeah, or that gnome? Isn't there a travel gnome or something? Yes, and you yes. take pictures of you. Or you, there's a yeah, but see, this she was like she was like the person that even though she wasn't really a person, she was the one that knew where the best places to be was at. How did she know that? Well, she didn't know it. Lester knew it and took her to. So it, so it was really this Lester kind yeah, of. Yeah, but isn't his it, ideas it went through so, this mannequin and people bought into it. It's so cool. It's like a big con. Like that's the the con game there. Well, no, everyone knew she wasn't real. Yeah, but they knew that she couldn't know if the soup at the fancy right. restaurant tastes. They good. have pictures of her at like the opera house they have pictures of her at all these famous restaurants and like you really made I mean, it you know how devastated if you would cynthia be cynthia came to visit you knew you were going to be in the in the like i mean but, society or home. how devastated you'll be if a mannequin gave you a poor review of your your show right i mean like oh, cynthia i don't think was she gave reviews I mean, could you imagine that? You get yeah, this review. Cynthia hated it. Two thumbs down. Like, I mean, that's no. They never, they <laughs> like, never gave her that kind of power. I got to get out of this business. But then, right? I mean, I guess what happened was uh, that that she was even asked to lead the Easter parade on Fifth Avenue. Everything. But then one time at a a beauty parlor, she slipped from her chair and shattered. She slipped from the chair <laughs> and then shattered. I think another mannequin was jealous and gave her a little show, like, you know. And um, but the guy, you would think, how do you think Lester reacted to her shattering? It was devastated. He probably never you would have thought so, but he yeah. actually was relieved because he didn't have to carry this hundred and fifty pound <laughs> plaster of Paris thing around that everyone loved more than him well she he was quoted saying cynthia has become a frankenstein to me and i was rather relieved that she decided to retire (laughs) no but frankenstein he is the frankenstein that's the thing people always mess up right because frankenstein this frankenstein's monster was the monster frankenstein was a scientist who made the monster yeah but they named it frankenstein so then who named it it was the front the the, wasn't it the people frankenstein's monster frankenstein so then people whoever knew him in the movie whenever you see frankenstein when you see a picture of frank frankenstein the, like the bolts in the neck, right, right, the green right, guy. Right. You call him Frankenstein. You don't call yeah. him Frankenstein's monster. But it should be. It's, he yeah, should, it he's should Frankenstein's be Frankenstein's monster. But he not became known as saying. that. So that's who his identity was. I uh, guess. I don't know. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? But he's just really, because it's not right. Well, Lester's really became, the Frankenstein. He could have just changed it and said, I, I'm feeling like Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein. 
No, but I think he kind of felt like because he felt he like fe- Doctor Fra- the responsibility of Frankenstein's monster was Fra- Frankenstein. That that's the whole thing, right? Well, I guess, but he felt that Cynthia had some sort of, you know, con- like there was like he gave her more of a persona. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, so all this talk about uh, Frankenstein has got me thinking about uh, reanimation and, and if, if folks really tried it, you know, because Lester was just going around with his uh, his mannequin, but uh, and we, we had talked about the movie Mannequin, which had Kim Cattrall in it. Yeah, but he wasn't um, trying to make her come to life. Although, it's interesting because I did more research. And they actually had a radio show, maybe even a TV show, and she was like the star of this this radio show. Right. So, and he would say that she had laryngitis, and that's why she right. wasn't so talking. If she, if she could make him. So if she could become a star of right. a radio show, I mean, I, anybody right. can, right? right. Well, that, that's, hey, that's why we're here so doing this. So I guess in a way, <laughs> in a way, he did bring her to life. He did life. bring her to life, right. And he made her right. this personality. right. right. The idea of it all, kind of like yeah. the, the Frankenstein, where you, you brought this thing, and then he, he destroyed her too. I mean, or when she was destroyed, well, he know, did not destroy right. her. She but slipped from the he chair. He wasn't sad. So Frankenstein. That, that, so Lester Gabba. That was remind me what era was that? See, that's what something I didn't mention before. Right. It was the 1930s. Right. So pre World War Two. Right. Right. And the very glamorous time. If you think of like black and white noir films. That's what that's what Cynthia was. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, well, that's nineteen thirties. Then Mary Shelley's Frankenstein was eighteen eighteen. Um, so I, I really was interested in what if there was folks before that or after that. Like, did did the fiction inspire the science, or did science inspire the fiction? Because um, then we got eighteen eighteen. Then you jump all the way up to. Um, to Lester, so I, I kind of went down that uh, rabbit hole, uh, kind of thinking about it. And actually, there was a as early as 1780 was some of the first uh, kind of experiments or tries or ideas of this idea of reanimation. And it kind of goes from you know kind of you know strange to just all outright weird. And so in 17, now, I'm sorry, yeah. does that mean? You're trying to bring back somebody from the dead, or you're trying to create them from nothing. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's more these experiments were and accidentally um, they it was bringing back someone who who had died. So they were living, and then they and then they died, and then it's like, can we reanimate them? Like the pet cemetery. Like pet cemetery, right? Except yeah. you don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. <laughs> you don't want to uh, live your life again. <laughs> no, you you don't. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so this this Luigi uh, Galv- Galvani, um, he kind of was the first to show that electrical signals uh, could move freshly dissected frog legs, and so he was in in his lab with his assistant, and I guess they were dissecting, uh, they were skinning these frogs. Um, I don't know who it, has that job. And so Oof. they went uh, and, and and so you know back in this time they were still studying anatomy, like how the body put together, just a physical form. And so they were doing it, and I, I guess a metal hook had touched the frog, and then the muscles in the frog leg started to twitch, and, and I, I, they described it like it was going to hop away. And so this got uh, Galvani, Luigi uh, Gal- Galvani, thinking about that, 
and he actually described this as uh, he said that the muscles had a special vital fluid called animal electricity. And so mm. he was like, this is a new type of electricity, animal electricity. So he published this paper. And like any scientific paper you publish, you're going to have dissenters and a science. You go back and forth with the exchange of ideas. And so Alexandro Volta, um, and that name Volta, you know, there's an electric car. Uh, so and, and oh, and, that's where Volt comes from. And Volt, yeah. So he it, uh, this Alexander Voltage? Volta, he was that... credited with inventing the battery in the field of electrochemistry. So that's where the word voltage. Yeah, and that comes was from. in 1782. He disagreed with uh, Luigi, and he said that any electricity can provide a similar effect. And so then Volta he started testing this idea that any electricity could work on all sorts of dead things. So he would just get dead things and start testing. But his claim to fame isn't trying to reanimate anything. It was actually for the battery. So he went a whole different direction because he kind of But got then why with was that. he interested in dead things? He was just he was more interested in proving uh, Luigi Galavani wrong that any electricity could work. But uh, during that study he realized that he could create It was a, a happy accident. Right, yeah. He kinda got into this field and then he didn't he stopped trying to reanimate things and actually just try to power up. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Portable p energy, I guess, a battery, right? Um, so Volta came on a scene, but uh, Galvani was at kind of the end of his career. And so he really didn't, he was kind of wanted to retire. And so his nephew kind of is the one who took up the charge against Volta. Um, Get and it, so, charge. <laughs> and he char no, no pun intended, or maybe it was. Uh, and so, um, so this uh, Giovanni Aldini. Um, who was a nephew of Luigi Galvani, um, he got a, he, after this man was hanged, George Foster, um, and this George Foster was guilty. I think he drowned his wife and kids in a canal or something like that. But they hung him, and then they sent his body to the lab of a Giovanni. And so Giovanni then, uh, during this time in, in the, you know, 1780s, you would just have people come, and like you're, you're oh be, yeah, like an audience. Yeah, like what is that called? That was called something specific. Um, yeah, oh, I, don't, I can't think of the name. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You're right. There is something was like, like you, a viewing of the yeah. Autopsy it was a real or big whatever. thing. Right, yeah, right. it was like you, you had nothing else to do, and people it was like the Netflix of the day. Right. Yeah, you didn't have a mannequin to go around with, so um, you would come watch these demonstrations of these autopsies and see what's inside of folks, and so. He uh, was doing this demonstration, and he uh, soaped and salted uh, the man's ears, uh, and then connected them to electrodes. You know, kind of you can imagine, you know, kind of a la Frankenstein, right? <gasps> or you know what and I'm so, picturing? Although she was a robot, not a person, but in uh, Metropolis, oh right, with yep, electricity. Yep, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And yep. so, and then you had. So what happened is, as the currents passed through these electrodes, the man's face and mouth started to twitch. Right, and so we knew from the frog experiment that you pass electricity Ooh, through. That's so you start creepy. Going. Can you imagine just going, it's, "Hey, let's go watch." That's this right. Thing. Let's go check it, it out. Like, so a reporter oh. was there, and he. This was the reporter. I'm, I'm noted. This is a quote: "On the first application of the process to the face, the jaws of the deceased criminal began to quiver, and the adjoining muscles were horribly contorted, and one eye was actually opened." In a subsequent part of the process, the right hand was raised and clenched, and his legs and thighs were set in motion. Oh, my god. And so, goodness. yeah, so you had this thing, and people freaked out. Like, they were freaked out. And actually, the government, that at the time, the government body, they actually 
took up uh, the question that if George did come back to life, should he be hanged again? Right? right. Because if he comes back to life, he's still a criminal. And they, they voted to, yes, they should. If he came back to life, you should, you should that hang him. That wouldn't be um, whatever that's called. You can't be tried. To right. Me. Yeah, no. They, they were like, you're a criminal. You know, you get reanimated. Sucks for you. You're going to get you're gonna get hung again. And we're going to well, make yeah, it, it right this time. Yeah, it sounded like he might have deserved it. Um, so that was, that was then. And so then you had an, another fellow, Andrew Yuri. Um, he actually... Uh, also was experimenting on hanged convicts uh, and, and somebody maybe up to 300. Oh my goodness. Um, and he would, he would mostly do this um, just to draw the crowd. Like it was like a, it was like a carnival act. Like it was like a, was a he an actual show. scientist? I mean, yeah, he, he actually was a scientist. Um, and so he would do the same thing. He would get the crowd. Would it be at like a carnival? No, it was like just in a medical school. I, I mean, or... yeah, it's like more in, the, in his living room at some in point. His yeah, in his room? living room. Yeah. Like his parlor, like he would have, this is in a parlor? Like, you know, they would come over. What and, you year? Know, this would be the um, 1780s, 90s in that, that ballpark. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and he would have people come over, and he would just uh, just make the body twitch to please the crowd. So they would oh yell out body gosh, parts. Oh, my gosh, like marionette Yeah, and, and he, wasn't, he wasn't really answering any scientific questions. Like, the people before him, they were actually trying to figure out what happens. Why does electricity, right, you know, make people... Or would make these uh the, the body parts move and things like that. And we know now like our body, you know, we're controlled with electrical signals kind of effect. You know, you you to restart someone's heart, you give them a jolt of electricity. Um, okay, so, so I have a question. Thing, so. so do you have to do this within a certain amount of time when they died? Like you couldn't take. Oh, I mean, obviously, then they would decay, decay, and they wouldn't have the muscles. Right. So yep, you have yep. to do there, it there pretty, was some time, right, right? Pretty fast after. Yeah, they I mean, died. you you got to still have fluid. You know, you got to still have your body. So within like days, probably. Yeah, you probably could go and find someone and, and charge them up, and then you know, make, make their muscles kind of twitch and things like that, just because it's, it's all a physical interaction, right? So it's kind of, you can, you can stimulate the muscle and, and they're, you know, kind of a little aside getting off the little history bit here, but you know, they're, they're now experimenting with amputees and reconnecting, you know, electrodes so that they can actually feel touch and things because you can still send electrical signals and your brain interprets that as touch, right? So it's kind of this whole idea uh, earlier on, but they were just, you know, especially as Andrew Yuri, he was just doing this for fun. So it was just a carnival that show. Is, um, and he I'm really, once sure again, he guy. freaked people out uh, and to the point where, um, you know, he was starting to get bored with it. Like it wasn't fun after like, you know, the 290th, ninth person you do this to is kind of not as fun. And, and the church was getting involved and they were threatening to uh, shut him down because they were afraid that he was summoning devils, like he he's going to accidentally revive devils and and you know cause like a zombie apocalypse, I guess. And where um, was this? Like what country? Where was it? Do you know? Um, this was in Europe. Um, I don't I think the other two were in Italy. I don't know. I, was this England? I, I can't. I don't know. I, I would have to so look that up. Does put there, that in the show notes? Um, is there evidence that Mary Shelley would have known about these? Yeah, there's shows? a little bit. So, and and I, I just want to follow up and i'll touch on this this andrew yuri because he actually uh you know he actually gave this up the reanimation efforts up um he concluded it was a waste of time and he actually went on and he revolutionized the way volumes are measured and he was also the first to describe and some say invent a bimetallic thermostat so like how our thermostats work well now they're digital but well, the old one so he actually went on so and did he other actually stuff. decided yeah, maybe yeah. i should start stop screwing around with 
trying to make people dance around. That's right, yeah. And let me actually do some actual research. He actually did notable things that we, we take advantage in our um, in our life. But yeah, so you're, you're asking about Mary Shelley. So around this time, um, you're right that we're in a time frame where she would have been there. And it, it is noted that her family, they were they were well off and they would have like kind of parties and things. And a lot of the intellectuals and particularly scientists would gather and, and, and Mary, she would be very intrigued and listen to all these tales. So there is some evidence that she might have went, actually might have observed some of these things or things like that. So um, it, it feels like the science or the carnival of science. I don't know, this, like this guy was just doing it for fun, but I think that inspired, you know, potentially could have inspired uh, a Mary to, to the idea of bringing some, reanimating someone. Um, so yeah, then that takes us to like the 20s. And so we go from there to the, the 1920s. So it's kind of big, a little big jump of time. And this was Russia. Uh, a scientist, uh, Sergei, uh, I'm going to probably hack up this name and hear it from listeners. Um, but Brokonako. Bro, Bro uh, once again, we'll put all these names and some links in the, the, the reader notes, um, the show notes. Uh, but he was a scientist uh, in Russia during the revolution. And he invented the uh, autojector or the heart-lung machine. Uh, and, and these heart-lung machines still exist. Um, it, was, it was a sound design. Um, and, and nothing about that. It, it was very... But it was the way he tested it that was kind of weird and creepy. And this reanimation kind of bent. And so during his experiments, he would actually... I apologize for for uh, a dog lo uh, animal lovers, but he would decapitate dogs and, and immediately connect them to his machine, and the machine would draw out their blood from their their veins, arteries, and circulate it through a filter for oxygenation and refilter back through. Um, and so he he did this, and he kept like the dog severed head alive and responsive for over an hour and a half. Uh, with this kind of, uh, and, and really it was blood clots that I think that we need to add dog, a so. warning in the beginning. That's just disgusting. We can, yeah, no, we can say that. And I tried to give a little warning there. This was, you know, just, this was science back then. Like now you probably cannot do this. Like I as hope a, not. As a scientist working in a lab, working with people who work with animals, like there is so many regulations. So coming through, like I'm going to hook this dog's head up to some circulating machine. Probably would raise a lot of red flags, so. Um, and so then he went and he kept doing this and, and actually he started trying this on humans and there is some, the Soviet Congress of science, uh, claim that he actually managed to reanimate a human in 1930. So we're right here matching up with, with Lester and his mannequins. Uh, he was given, uh, so to Sergey, he was given this corpse of a man who had committed suicide. Um, his team plugged the body up to the autojector. Uh, they kind of pushed like a concoction of chemicals that Sergei had made up that he thought would work to reanimate a, a human into the bloodstream. Uh, they kind of opened up his chest cavity, uh, administered another mix of chemicals, and then they actually got the heart to start pumping. Uh, he got a steady rhythm. And then the man started to groan and to move. And that freaked everyone out in the, the you know, kind of the scientists out. And they shut down the experiment, unplugged the man who, who then died for, you know, a, a second time, technically. Um, and, and they kind of stopped and shut down that, that uh, um, avenue of experimentation. So, um, yeah, it was kind of one of these um, weird, you know, kind of things like that. So, so you know, that's 
I, I didn't really find much. I don't think people have been experimenting reanimation, you know, past that level uh, and trying to get humans to come back. Um, but still, lives on in fiction. Um, you mentioned uh, Pet Cemetery. Um, uh, uh, weird Science, they, they created, that was more closer to the mannequin idea where they took it and they, they created um, the woman on a computer, remember? Mm -hmm. They did mm -hmm. that. Um, and just a quick, also, I mean, like we talk about all these, these folks and they went to, to, to actually do real science things in our everyday life. But we think about electrical stimulation. Uh, so Luigi uh, Galvani's initial work um, is the basis for electrical muscle stimulation, also known as neuromuscular electrical stimulation. Um, and this is kind of what you do is you elicit muscle contractions using electrical impulses. So you see a lot in like sports, they might talk about, oh, you know, during their recovery, they did a lot of electrical muscle stimulation. So you're kind of tricking the muscle that is still working, even though you're not putting like physical load on it. And so the muscle doesn't atrophy. So, you know, I, I had my Achilles tendon uh, torn and repaired. And, you know, my procedures, I'm not a, a multi-million dollar athlete. I, they said sit around for eight weeks, my calf muscle atrophied, and then I recovered that muscle mass uh, in, in, in physical therapy. But athletes, they would actually get electrical stimulation and kind of keep that muscle active as they're healing and, and things like that. So it was really kind of fascinating that these folks, I mean, even though it was this kind of weird screwball, you know, we're going to reanimate things and humans, but really there, there's, there was a lot of um, practical science that came out of it, um, with the exception of Andrew Yuri, who was just doing it for fun. Um, but he did other stuff, um, like you said. So, um, yeah, it was really fascinating to kind of get there. And so this, um, you know, history of reanimation hmm. um, in there. But, hmm. Well, that was a pretty interesting uh, hole that we tumbled down. Yeah, definitely. And there was no... Uh, uh, zombie apocalypse is uh, started by people trying to uh, reanimate um, living things. Mm, yet. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, and it's just a really interesting idea, even though people aren't, or at least I, we don't know. I mean, it could be in their living room trying this, um, but, um, you know, to, to bring back and reanimate life um, from death, but people are working to uh, kind of give life, to uh, inanimate objects, uh, kind of thinking of AI, uh, Ex Machina comes to mind as a movie or um, any of the other, you know, Terminator on the apocalyptic side of it all, you know, where, where computers become sentient. It's just, you know, people have that desire. Um, yeah, or these virtual, these virtual people, like virtual, like you can like get yourself a virtual friend online right, and they right. can talk to you yeah. and ask you questions so you're not lonely and stuff. I mean, yeah. That's kind of like that. Kind of like that and kind of like what Lester did, right? I mean, but, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, he brought Cynthia to life and if anything, she out she outshone him, yeah, you know? Right, right. And then he kind of yeah. wanted to get away from her. Right. But she he fell really, off the chair, right? Yeah, he right, sha right. she shattered. shattered right, but right. then I found out also with more research. Yeah. I found out. Yeah, I know. It's like a lot of just what should I should be doing, but no, I'm Googling about Lester Gabbard. Right. Yeah, and you get on these weird topics about people in their living room with uh, electric probes in a crowd. Um, so And I just like see a scene else. in a movie. That needs to be done. Like Guillermo del Toro yeah, right, right. could just, yeah, there it is. he could do that so well, like bring that back. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. He actually... 
some, uh, I don't know how much time elapsed, he actually took the mold that he had right. for Cynthia and he actually created her again. her again. Right. Wow. And then he tried yeah. again, I think because that was what his fame was mm -hmm. so tied right, to. to that thing. But then he had gone off to World War II, all this stuff. Right. And he, yeah. of yeah. course, could never recreate yeah, that. It's, it's always hard, that, that magic, that uh, spark. Uh, you know, right. He never got it back. Pun, yeah. Well, but he did do other things. You missed a pun there, the spark, right? Yeah, I tried, yeah. I tried to set myself up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was I was trying to ignore that. Yeah, no, but it's it's fascinating. Just just you know, the lengths we go to. Uh, and then, I mean, he he lived a long life. He lived till he was eighty, but he died. He would died without any relation. You right, know, died right. alone. Right. And I don't know what happened to Cynthia. No one knows. Cynthia's gone. She's probably now. But no, she could be in some storage room somewhere. Or she could be Siri. Like, you know, she couldn't be there. Like, no, she didn't talk, remember? She had laryngitis. Well, now, now she gets AI. Like, she gets, yeah. you know, that's the new mannequin part three, I think. There was a mannequin two, I believe. Oh, so gosh. I never saw the two be, and three. You could have Cynthia gets to, gets a, like, you know, an iPhone, like, embedded in her head or something. And then, um, you know, then she comes, she becomes sentient. Oh, gosh. No. But, no, no. We need to end this now. Yeah, I guess you're right. So, rabbit hole for another episode. <laughs>